Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Bag of potato chips and eating it with my pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm introducing you to the world of oh my God. pickle eating. Uh, I've seen people eat a pickle. Uh-oh. You're not introducing me well, to Well, you anyone. haven't seen me eat a pickle. I'm, I hope I never do. Because I think you're not talking about pickles right now. No, I really am. I'm Jewish, so you you're know. talking about dick. No, nope, nope. You're talking I don't. about that big old pickle dick. Nope. No? Uh-uh. I like how uh, when I make a, a kind of a disgusting joke like that, like you'll just swat it down. Nope. Nope, nope. That is not true. <laughs> nope. But any other time you're like, you're taking it to the limit. Right. I know. Because if it's like. If it's your joke, it's suddenly okay. But then I say something like pickle dick. And I, you go, I blush at all. easily. You don't blush. I'm blushing. Do you even have blood? Are you a real human <laughs> being? We'll find out in future episodes. Uh, Yeah. So It's I actually, so nice to be back. <laughs> yeah. You just went on a trip. I just went on a vacation. You were in the vineyard of Martha's. Uh-huh. Yes. So to be exact for our East Coast listeners, Falmouth, Massachusetts. <laughs> so, okay. Hi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything about the trip. Is okay. this the platform uh, all to right. do it? All right. This is the platform. Okay, cool. And we haven't talked. No, we really have not talked. I, I know. I specifically don't talk to you when I'm having experiences. Just so to can... our listeners, uh, whenever we have experiences, we never talk to each other like, oh, I have I have this experience. I'm going to tell you over the phone or I'm going to talk to you before we... We always do it live. Yes. No, basically, our the only time we ever talk is just me sending you memes yeah. about like, <laughs> like a dog falling downstairs or something. It's <laughs> true. Or you're like, oh, I just did this thing. I'm like, shut up. Don't talk about it. Let's talk about it on the cast. Yes. So this is an example of such my vacation by Meryl Heather Klimo. Go. Okay. So it was my first plane ride with my boyfriend. Ever? Yep. Wait, how long have you been dating? Like on and off. I mean, on for the past year and a half before that, a year before that. I don't know. Now I'm sweating pickle juice out out of here too. So around two and some years. Two and change. Two and some years. Yes. And we have been on many uh, like Palm Spring. You know, there's been like local terrestrial vacations, but there hasn't been one where we've been airborne together. Now, one thing I do know about you is that you're deathly afraid of flying. Yes. I am a nervous ass flyer. Yeah. I do not like flying. I am one of those people that at the slightest bout of turbulence, I like scream in like Sanskrit. Really? Like I'm going down. Yeah, yeah. I in cr- Sanskrit? <laughs> you scream in Sanskrit? I write on other napkins. Like I, ju- <laughs> I just draw symbols like the print symbol and everything as though I'm talking. But um, no, I don't like flying. The past couple times I have hyperventilated on planes, which makes it even worse because then all of my adrenaline kicks in. Really? So it's like a, it's a mix between being scared that the plane is going to crash being scared that the pilot is like warped like me and just going to drive us all into the Rocky Mountains. Or, like, is that what you would do it. as a pilot? I feel like if I was having a bad day. Oh, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> I might as well just off myself <laughs> With and these, 250 like, other people. Well, I'm not mentally sound, so I wouldn't pass That's this true. Test. Yeah. You heard it here, guys. And then also a mix of just like, I think something weird happens to my own body at altitude 
levels. So like my ears pop so hard. Yes, and all the pressure. These are not things that are just happening to you. Right. But mine is extra heightened. <laughs> <laughs> so the past couple of times I have cried on a plane. I've spent That doesn't some, surprise me. I've spent some time in the bathroom, like crying on the plane. I've also Googled. I think like the last flight I Googled the entire time of how not to hyperventilate and the man next to me looked and he's like, are you okay, sweetheart? <laughs> but then I'm like, yes, it's just my carbon dioxide level. So I didn't want to make a fool of myself in front of someone oh, I gosh. care about. Yeah, right. And right. Uh, in the past, I have also asked to be put on oxygen masks. Like, you know, when yeah. you and then they said, no, we only reserve that for like actual Old emergencies because I, tr- I kept on hitting the like <laughs> operator or whatever the assistant button like can i help. get a, a, an oxygen mask yes and so they said oh no is there a real issue and i said no just my anxiety disorder they're like uh we have drama in f <laughs> f u f, f- u <laughs> so <laughs> seat c um so that i think i have found the perfect mix for me which includes go ahead is it alcohol yes <laughs> like just, hey, just so you know, two. just so you know, everyone's figured this out. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. But like, and it's the other thing is I'm too anxious to take Xanax or anything like that because I'm also afraid that I'm going to become, you know, that scene in like, what well, I don't even know, Wedding Crashers or something. There's some scene, Bridesmaids. Yeah. Where she's like the tranquilizer yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that would be me if I even took the slightest bit of anything. So okay. I don't want to extra. So no drugs, no drugs, but you did figure out that alcohol helps. Yes. Now, were you losing it and then you realized alcohol was going to help or were you just like, I'm going to get drunk before I get on the plane? Um, I was pretending to like be normal. And I think I was sitting on a flight, my last flight back to New York. I just copied what the woman next to me did who looked like a very assured calm flyer and (laughs) she's doing black tar heroin (laughs) i did that it made made a difference but like yeah she uh i think she even like got me like a gin and tonic and i had it and all of a sudden i felt calmness wash over me and i was looking at the clouds and like looking at sky mall and picking out what i wanted to buy and stuff under that description it it seems like maybe my grandfather had a fear of flying Mm -hmm. only every day so he was just constantly drinking (laughs) gin and tonics (laughs) like see some people have a fear of like the earth i just don't like yeah oh the earth Funny that you bring that up. Oh, okay. So we'll get into that later. So we were, so we boarded the plane to make the journey across the flat lands of okay. the world. Okay, stop. Just, just. Okay, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. Crystal clear. Crystal clear. Like the guys, uh, geysers of. I get a text after your flight. You say, "I think I'm a flat earther." Yes. And I, and I just replied, "No." And this was the point where everyone had said, oh, as long as you don't believe that the earth is flat, then we know that you're okay. You know, like that was always like, like. Right. And now you've decided after your flight, after your trip, coming back, uh, and we'll talk more about your trip, but uh, after your trip, you decided <laughs> that you are a flat earther. Yes. A flat earther. I think you I You believe am. that the earth is flat. Yes. I don't, I do not have the research yet to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> nobody does oh they definitely no do. they don't oh there are like flat earth societies of which once i get enough money for the annual dues i will join <sighs> i'm the money thinking, you can spend on other things i'm gathering my thoughts so audience please bear with me in a few weeks i will then tell my thoughts on a if we have landed on the moon b why antarctica is holding our flat earth together and c you later. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have two questions for you on this flat earth. And we are not going to sit here and talk about this whole thing. Because right. I think you're full of shit. I haven't formulated my, my backup yeah, No, that's totally yet. you. Instead of formulating, you just proclaim to the world, I'm a flat earther. I think I'm a flat earther. No. Okay, listen. Explain, uh, okay, explain travel to me. Explain travel Time to travel? me. travel? No, no, no. Just travel across this, this great flat earth. Um, so you go up in the sky uh-huh. and you move Okay, let's straight. say this. I go to Japan. I want to go to Japan. Okay. Mm-hmm. I fly to Japan. Yes. Is that to the left, right? I'm just, I pick up from California and go west, right? Yes. And then I land in Japan. Okay. Now I want to go to uh, London. Mm-hmm. Where do I go? Do I go, do I go to, west? To the... No, I got to go all the way back east, right? Right. Pa- over the Americas. Again. Oh, yep. Yeah. And then over to London. Is yep. that That's what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So a straight so, line. Right. Right. And then what if I'm in, you're saying that I can't fly from Japan straight to London going west, which would be a much shorter trip, a much shorter trip. You can. But you should look up flight times 
a flight from Japan. To I London. first I have to look at a map because I don't even yeah, really you don't know even where Japan fucking or know. <laughs> you don't even know. And what I'm trying to say is like how, I don't understand how that makes sense. Also, explain, explain why we a, can't see ships when they go into the horizon. No, you can if you get binoculars. No, no, listen to me. Why explain an eclipse to me? It has cream filling and <laughs> chocolate icing. No, no, no. Oh. Not an eclair. Oh, oh, oh. An eclipse. I'll, we'll find an expert on this to fully explain what I think. No, I, I want you. I want you to explain. Do my research. I want you to explain. Just look this up. Look up eclipses. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. And I want you. So, what does eclipse have to do with the world being round? Because of the sea and all this kind of stuff. Just look it up. Okay. Okay. I will. Oh my gosh. Somewhere out there, there's an astrologer that is listening to us and yeah. taking a gun slowly to his head. I think it's. It's flat in the way where pancakes are flat. Okay. Listen. I'll, I'll formulate my scientific opinion. That's fine, but I just want you to think about this, okay? The Earth is revolving, right? Right? Of what NASA has us right. believe. Okay. okay. Uh, NASA's photoshops okay. has us believe, uh-huh. so yes. <laughs> <laughs> this was the point, too, that people have said over and over, like, we won't worry about you until you start doing some flat Earth stuff. And now I am here. I have arrived in Crazy Town. And it is population me. I think it's easy for you to jump on these things because you see two articles on the internet. I say, watched like nine minutes of a YouTube video while I was eating dinner. And I don't yeah, even know what it said. Uh, I just uh, saw the title. I'm like, yeah, this sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. I'm, uh, on your searches also, Lizard People, Pizzagate, uh, Illuminati. And then just like fall, like fall shoes, 2019. Like yeah. what shoes are, <laughs> what boots are. <laughs> so we will see. I am gathering some uh experts for us in the field that okay. might be able to come on and even talk about it well um next time you're up in the sky on a, uh-huh. in a plane oh yeah yeah you know okay and so, so so you're back up in the plane yeah so i was you're, traveling you're, you're in traveling. a linear pas- fashion you were what traveling in a linear fashion okay across the plains of the earth right straight and uh it was so yeah so we had a great time on the flight there i okay. indulged in a mimosa good for you and felt calmness wash over me and actually and a enjoyed gin and the tonic. flight and a gin and no, tonic no. and a margarita <laughs> i get escorted off and we were in ohio for a few You're days like, it's margarita somewhere you know and i actually enjoyed myself on the flight and i think it also helped that like my boyfriend is very calming and i looked over at him and he was just he's one of those people on a plane that is out like zonked out i'm just, just gonna say i just imagined him like being asleep and you're going well he's there for me and I kept looking, <laughs> he's like taking like 30 grams of like phenobarbitals or something. And I'm just like, it's so nice for us to do things together. But like I was wringing my hands and I looked over and everyone else seemed to be calm. So I calmed down. Yeah. I had a great time. I was on Wi-Fi. I got some work done. I just was like a really, I was a business traveler yeah. that day. So we Were you landed. in first class or uh, like? Um, I was in Southwest <laughs> Business Select. So we did get on 15 minutes you earlier. Did. Yes. Business select. It's I highly recommend it. Yeah. We were boarding group A35. We don't, I don't, we don't need to know all this. Oh, okay. So well, we landed in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, I love Providence. Spent a lot of time there. Dated a girl. Really? Who, yeah. Dated a girl in my younger days who went to RISD, Rhode Island School of Design. Spent many a days there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What's she doing now? Uh, she's a, a fabric, like a textile designer in oh, New York nice. City. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, Let's not talk about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about her. So you land in Rhode Island. Yep. My parents picked us up. Like we were going to the eighth grade prom or something like that. Okay. So my parents picked us up. Yeah. Uh, drove us to where we were staying in Massachusetts. Nice. In Falmouth, Massachusetts. Wow. How far is that drive? Like an hour and 15 minutes. Why did you, you, you fly into Rhode Island? Um, They live in fear and they don't really, like Boston is too scary to go to what do you mean traffic and everything like the idea of like a big city i mean we ended up going to boston ultimately so it was okay but the idea of like going into an airport like that my my mom is always like there's no yes it's it's that kind of mentality where cities have no parking or like you know (laughs) like 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 so much traffic it's like it's not yeah my parents come out here they're like wow living in the big city it's like it really it's laid out very like just like a smaller town just bigger and like reasons that don't even make sense like next month it's July fourth. Like, I'm like, wait, wait, this is how is this affecting thirty that's days? Totally, before? it is. That's totally. That's it is. Totally, so that's yeah. for real. So we we have to like drive four hours out of our way each time. We also have to arrive huh. at the airport like four hours before because traveling is quote unquote like crazy. Right. And so we get there and there's thirteen other people in My line. My dad's and, pacing at the airport. Yes. three hours before the flight takes out. He's already gotten through, you know. 
the the security and I was just like you don't need to be here right that, that early that's, you just don't that's exactly so like going to Boston the thought of it was daunting but we ended up doing it that anyway so we had a grand old time but the first night I had a scare what do you mean in the way where I checked my so you know the east coast is like three hours ahead of us here Right, it's the future. <clears throat> it is. We're time travelers. And uh, I checked my phone at like 3.30 in the morning and I saw three missed calls and three voicemails from the place where Pablo, my beloved hound, was oh, staying. Oh, no. So you could just... I know. I'm like... You were probably losing your mind. The very first night. I, don't, I didn't even know what the message was and I just started sobbing like already. And Oh, no. <laughs> I know. And then... Well, okay. The other thing too is there was two beds. So Jack and I slept in separate beds. <laughs> so I was going to say from his bed, Jack heard me sobbing. <laughs> Why did you sleep in separate beds? Well, because that's like a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like we're at the level. I'm sorry, but when you get to the level of comfortability, you don't need to be like cocooned together all the time. It is better for no, us to be separate. I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> it's a romantic vacation when you can look over and like wink at the other person, but not really. Be like, next and to them. you still have room for all the, the junk food that you have in the bed. Oh, with yeah. You, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Nestle uh, crunch things. Oh, and, God. Yeah. You too. Are I so look over funny. and he's holding like a like a Hershey's bar, like the way and stroking it the way that yeah, he, the way he would you. Yeah, <laughs> that's happiness <laughs> a to Costco me. Costco size Hershey. There wasn't bar. even a discussion until we walked in the hotel room and there was two beds. And he's I was like, like, I'll, I'll get take this, this one. one. Yeah, that makes me so happy. Like honestly, that makes me so happy. So he looked over from his bed and saw oh, me crying. God. Um, so basically, the phone calls were that they had to take Pablo to the vet the very first night. Why? Because he has all these like fatty lumps in his. Body, and they were just an checking dog. Yeah. Well, and one of his lumps like swelled up really, really big. I think it was overexertion or something. I th- also think it was sadness because he was missing me. Right. So it out of sadness, his tears. lump. Yes. <laughs> so that's him and I are so connected that it's like I go away for one right. day and his lump swells like that, triple the size. Is that how? It, I mean, is that how you're going to describe all the lumps that you're? <laughs> my lumps my lumps are, i wish the vet could drain my lumps but like my lovely pablo lumps oh my my pablo lumps so basically it got really big and then it turned really hard the consistency of his lump went from soft to hard so they did Maybe the right he was thing excited yeah so they did the right thing by taking him to the vet the vet looked at it and said it was just like inflammation okay. and he was okay and he was on benadryl for the rest of the day but great great story the, the story was that I really got a scare. It was my first night on vacation. I'm far away from my Your sweet boyfriend hound. in the bed next to it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm three feet from what I love and like tw- 20,000 miles from what I really, really love. And I was oh. not, and I was away and, uh, yeah, that's, that's never <clears> good. I mean, I've, I've had that. I actually had a, I actually had a cat die. No, I had had him for 10 years. I had to go on this trip for the weekend and, uh, they put him in the vet because on, on the day that I was leaving, something was wrong. And I asked my friend who was watching the cat, like, Hey, can you just take him to the vet? It's on this address. Just drop him off. I'll pay for everything. I'll call them. Blah, blah, blah. Went, went away on my trip. Uh, they said, Hey, he needs surgery. Okay. Do it. Three grand. No problem. Uh, so this is, and you're traveling at this yeah, point. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm back Sunday night. By the time I get back Sunday night, the vet is closed. And so I said, okay, I'll come in Monday morning and I'll go check him out. Uh, they're like, yeah, he's, he's doing better. They called me a couple times throughout the trip, called me. I went into the vet's office. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll go get him out of the cage. We'll bring him into the, the room. Go ahead and sit in the waiting room. I go sit in the waiting room. Uh, they go get Pico and, uh, they, the woman comes back in. Like it was like five or so minutes that she comes back in and she was like the worst, just the worst. No the bedside matter. Yeah, like, cat's dead. like She goes, uh, he arrested. And I go. Uh, I don't know what that means. Like it was like the, the kind of talk that in, in that moment you're like, what does that mean? Right. And I was like, what do you what do you mean? And like he he just we we pulled him out of the cage and, and he he passed away. What the heck? And I was like, and she's like, now I'm wearing him like a hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you want this for seven ninety nine or not? Like, <laughs> it was awful too because like of course I was in absolute shock. This is my little buddy for yeah. ten years, and then. uh he was gone. He was just gone. And like, then bye bye. the woman comes in and goes, he's, he, he, he died. Oh my God. And then like three minutes later, a woman comes in with paperwork and says, you still need to pay. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. And I was like, uh, okay. It's like three grand. Why did I, I had to pay three grand to go see my dead cat? Oh it yeah. I like, had to pay eight grand for the last dog. That died. Oh my God. I was like, this is awful. This is really awful. And then like a dummy. And if I can say this to anybody, don't do it. But there was a part of me uh, well, in the moment, she goes, do you want to go in and see him? And I said, yes. Yes. 
I went in and of course he'd had surgery that weekend. So oh, they'd shaved his belly yep. and he was sewn back up and then he's sitting there with his tongue hanging out. Oh. And I could it was just like like a punch in the face. Just like a total punch in the face. And I can still see that room. Everyone in the room, there was like eight people in the room and they were all so somber, would not look at me. I mean, because nobody wants, it, clearly. Right. That's, that's a sad moment for anybody, right? And they're all like sitting there going like, Ugh. and I just went in. There was a part of me that didn't believe that he was dead. I know. You have to they see it to believe it. They it. said it. And I was like, no, no, no. Let me see him. Let me see him. Because he's an awesome cat and you probably just want to keep him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. What if, and then like, like you come like back. The woman, like, yeah. The woman goes, oh, no, you don't want to see him. Believe me. You don't. She said that? No, no, no. Oh, but oh, it'd be oh, funny if she say. did. And then she's like, the next scene is her at her house. Like, like, I just got another cat. On their Instagram. It's like a yeah, selfie of yeah. him. And <laughs> so I went in to see it. But boy, should I not have. Really? I, really, really. Because it, it, it haunted me for a while. I remember going home, being pissed, and just like throwing everything Pico-related out. Just Aww. right in the dumpster. Like his fountain, his dog food, everything. Just like, get this out of my life! Wait, he had you dog know. food? No, I mean his cat food. Uh, I was going to say, that might have killed him. He was a big cat. I think I found the reason. He was a really big cat. He was a St. Bernard, actually. (laughs) He was a cat, but we fed him as though he was a Dalmatian. Like, like, I, yeah, my last hound died suddenly. And uh, same thing, they wheeled him out to me after he was dead. Oh, God, wheeled him out in what, a wheelbarrow? No, like, I mean, on a a gurney almost. Bring out your dead. And you can imagine he was... 85 pounds so at that point it's looking it's like Holy looking at moly. like a dead mountain lion but i'm happy that i looked at him did you take a him. picture of him like you just like like a got in a game got I'm a just game like, kill I'm like hashtag like long hike today or something <laughs> no 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 i i said my things to him like it was just myself and him and then uh i was with my friend our friend megan and i called yeah. megan over because i wanted like yeah, someone else support. to see it. i'm like i don't know why i want you to see this but i yeah. just want you to like witness this yeah. so yeah it's not fun and that's what i like i don't know what it is about traveling and pets having calamities but i don't understand why it happens, that happens a lot i've had a couple friends do that where friends come out here to visit and they're like ah my dog is sick my dog's see i think vet. it's because it's, like, it's so emotional that they yeah. miss us that they have that's why stress. i think it's important to like give your dog um time away from you yes uh regularly like i i, I have friends who watch uh, arrow and i think it's good for him yes i think so too yeah we love by being absentee yeah. dog parents. That's what my dad used to say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's like, it'll he be did. easier when when you see me with my shaved belly. Don't worry, I'm teaching you a good lesson. <laughs> yeah, don't miss me. <laughs> so, so overall, besides the scare, yeah, other than the dog scare, scare so was everything a, was okay with the pup. Yep. Great. Uh, I was able the, to relax. We went to Boston. We ate lobster. We went on swan boats. It was awesome. really fun. We had a great time with my parents. Yeah. On the way home, I forgot my laptop back on the East Coast. So of course you did. I've been doing of no work and having no computers for right. Days. Yep. Of course, I knew you would love that. Yeah. Uh, you did text me that. Like, I <laughs> am on a flight back home. Mm-hmm. You said, I'm on a flight back home and I left my laptop in Boston. I was like, oh, fuck. Of course you did. Yes. And of I'm really hoping, hoping that the teenagers at the Falmouth Inn did not open up my computer and go through my search history or else oh. I would probably be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I hope they did. I overall, it was great. a good trip. As the listeners can probably tell, being on the plane gave me a little bit of germage. So I've been carrying yeah, around. Getting a, sick? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. So what? <laughs> <laughs> so I had a good time. You had a good time. You mm-hmm. had a great time. And uh, what was it like with your, your family? Yes. Um, really good. They we had a great time together. There was no like family fights. Oh, no burritos in the trash. Yeah, no burritos in the trash. They were very uh prior to this, I Facebook messaged my mom on the plane. Yeah. And I said, For the sake of my sanity and this vacation, please do not mention A, my weight. Or B, my brown roots that are starting to come in. Because that's another thing that sometimes I get flack for in my family. Oh, why? Um, my this sounds like it's like Germany, but I'm like, my mom really likes my hair blonde. (laughs) And so sometimes she'll do things like, I've noticed like your roots in your photo. Like, do you need this powder to make your roots blonder? Like, I don't know. So I just said ahead of time, these are the two subjects that are not up for discussion. (laughs) 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 And I just had to like, leave me alone with these types of things. So Uh, it helped. I circumvented it from the start. I mean, you have to, you do have to draw those boundaries. It's funny, but like you have to draw those boundaries and just say, 
hey, because I would like. I'm not taking shit for this, or hey, we're right. not discussing. I just that. had ahead of time to make this smooth sailing. Yeah, we are not experiencing any emotional turbulence in the air. Yeah, so please take your seatbelt off and do not mention my weight. Thank you. The exit strategies are here, <laughs> here, here, here. Please note my brown roots growing in, and I do not give a fuck. <laughs> So, yeah, overall, because of those two things, it was really good. Something that, like, my parents do sometimes that drives me crazy is in photos. Like, if it's me standing with someone else, my mom will jokingly go, like, everyone suck it in. And, like, when she says that over the past years, like, when I hear everyone suck it in, I want to, like, hurl myself off whatever cliff we're taking a photo on. So, ahead of time, I said, please don't say suck it in. I'm a really healthy I actually, individual. I don't know what you call that, but I hate those <coughs> kind of social norms. <laughs> you keep clearing your throat. I don't mean to. Every time I'm like talking. I know. I don't mean to. No, I really hate those social norms that people, I think, I, I don't even know what you would call it, but like, it's like, say cheese, smile right. It's like, oh, oh yeah, you it tilt just your head up. kills like, me yes. to listen to people do that. I just be like, just take the, and honestly, I think as a society, as, as, Every human on this planet should take a class on how to take a fucking photo with their phone. Why is oh, it no, they I'm go? Guilty of this. It's like they have their phone down by their fucking waist, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, everybody get together. Okay, say cheese. Then they pull the phone up to their face. Then they open up the camera app. Then they focus. It's like we're all sitting here so like. Like we're we were ready twenty seconds ago, and now it's just awkward. Mine is I like to keep my photos realistic because I don't want to be too yes. breathtaking online, so that when people meet me in real life, they're disappointed. So I keep right. mine at a expectative level, so that when they meet me, they're like, "Oh my god, you're even better than your photos." Oh yeah, I, I'm sure there's success in that. No. Good for you, Meryl. They just say. Can you fix your roots? <laughs> so overall, it was Suck very it fun. I had a great family trip. Good. We That's took awesome. lots of photos from weird angles and i saw hermit crabs great that, and i love that, hermit that. crabs <laughs> and i miss the east coast like out here I do in California. Love the east coast. yeah i feel like so much the only thing is and maybe you went at the right time but it can get a little swampy out there it was swampy Hot as it was fuck. swampy but i'll trade that in for no some of the nutsies that like live here in california like there are nutsies over there it's a different type of nutsy yeah it's it a different is. type it's like like even in boston it's like they're designated as like homeless. It's not the type of like insane that's out here. There's di- it's different. I don't know how to explain it. Do but you think there's more drug use out here? Mm. Probably not. I bet it's the same. No, I, I, I mean, I, in fact, from what I've heard, California or uh, Cape Cod, where where we were too, is like really big on heroin and stuff too. Because it's yeah. a bunch of rich kids that yeah, are bored course. and have like daddy's money. So yeah, I just can't travel unless it's a private jet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just from all the. Uh, yeah. Are you ever up in the flight and you're just like, don't touch me. Like, don't. Oh no. So that's what I was going to say. Okay. So the, the best part of this whole thing was the flight home. I was that girl. So I had developed a cold pretty much halfway through our trip Yeah. and flying home. I was this person. I was your nightmare, Bo. I got Chinese takeout because we didn't have enough time to eat. You ate Chinese takeout on the flight? W- with a really I hate you. I hate every person that brings a sandwich on the flight that's got, oh, uh, double up the raw onions. It's like, <laughs> don't do that. Stop had, it. It was chow mein with orange chicken and duck sauce everywhere mixed with my cold. I had a little bit of Robitussin and probably about 300 Kleenex balled up. You are the worst. I did turn. I turned the other way each time I coughed, but like... I was that person that but you don't be, want to sit next to. It'd be funny if when you're turning the other way, you're, you're sitting in a center seat. And so someone's <laughs> always getting coughed on. Someone like opens up their infant's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people bring anything on the flight that isn't just like easy snack food or something that just isn't messy? I was hungry it's and funny. Chinese food sounded great. Yeah, and so you're eating with chopsticks probably. For, yeah. <laughs> you got special sauces. <laughs> oh, I like to dip it in this. And it's like, oh. What's it called when you have like the, uh, when you sit around the grill and they flame broil it together? Like not itchy bot. Cheesy? No, like itchy bot. <laughs> like where they like toss oh, yeah, up yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. in the air. Yeah, it's like that. I brought those guys onto the plane with me. Like, What I is hired that called? Um, hibachi? Hibachi. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. brought like a hibachi team and they're flame broiling, like they're throwing bok choy up in the <laughs> It's a volcano out of onions. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the flight home, I, due to my not having a laptop, I just sat there and just ate Chinese food for four hours like while staring at people around me and coughing. Slurping. And see, yeah. Somehow oh, you get a bowl of ramen were everywhere. on there. Like, yeah. Oh, you're slurping. This is how they do it in Japan. <laughs> yep. Oh. So I'm back. Ready for the next vacation. Not afraid of flying. 
good. Feel no good. fear of death anymore. No, I, I'm welcoming it these days. You are? I'm getting too old. I actually have a question for you. Yes. What's your, uh, tell me a story or tell me a Ooh. time or what is your weirdest death story? Oh, I have one. Yeah, I, I figured that we both would. Yeah. Something that people don't usually talk about. But oh, like like my, my gosh. aunt, my aunt like found a dead body in the lake. Like she was swimming and a dead body like washed up on her and it completely changed her entire like life. Really? Yeah, because she wouldn't go in the water anymore. And I was like, I wonder if Meryl has any uh if she has any death stories. I know I have one and so You have one? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Could it, it be a time that I really thought I was going to die? Uh you I was I was thinking more along the lines of have you ever been around a dead body? Have um, you ever seen someone die? Have you ever had any brush of like, I'm dealing with, with death in a way outside of you? We've all almost died. Yes, I have seen someone die. Okay, so tell me about <clears> that. I was a young Meryl in line at the Dairy Queen. I don't know if people know what Dairy Queen is uh, out yeah. here. Okay, yeah. it's like a franchise with ice cream and stuff. And I was, I think I was in 11th or 12th grade and uh, a car came like flying down the street at top speed right by the Dairy Queen and they must have lost control. It must have been a drunk driver or something like that. And at top speed crashed into the median of where our Dairy Queen was. I was right in the middle of ordering my peanut butter parfait and I was about (laughs) to say like extra fudge and I look over and in slow motion I see a car like slamming into this median and the guy from it goes flying out of the car onto the street, Wyoming Avenue, and like goes probably about a hundred feet or so like flying and then lands on the ground like a rag doll and was dead. just dead instantaneously just, yeah just, i could see like blood everywhere he like there may i honestly like shielded myself but i feel like there may have been parts like splattered all of a sudden and oh, i continued man. ordering my ice cream i was just gonna say then, you just see it happen and then you turn back you're like you know what? Like, put anyway. strawberry on that too. <laughs> yeah, like the maraschino <laughs> cherries like wash them off because there's urine all over them and but uh it made me more like I just couldn't believe how in my head it happened in so such slow motion. Like, yeah, I feel like I was watching a movie. I really felt like I was watching a movie happen where it took me a few days to like yeah. keep, to not replay it out of my head over and over. I have two actually, uh, but they both take place in Japan. So the first one, I was in a train station and then in front of me, there was an older man, probably between 60 and 70, I think. But honestly, they, everyone's so active over there that like, he could have been 90 years old. I have right, no fucking right. idea. And uh, he was walking and then all of a sudden he just stopped in front of me. I, I kind of was like, what? this guy's stopping in front of me. And then he just <gasps> fell over. Oh, my God. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And of course, I didn't speak the language. And so I'm looking around like, uh, there's a guy right here, right? And, but they were on it. It was with maybe 40 seconds tops. There were already like two medics. Really? Right on top of him. Yeah. And so uh, I'm just in awe and I'm watching and they try to resuscitate the dude. He's dead. Oh. It was like I saw this guy and then he's just gone. And then the second time I was in Japan on a different trip. Okay. It was a different trip. And I'd gone over there. And I was, uh, I was walking in the streets. I was there with my ex. Okay. And so we we're out for the day. It was summer day and we'd actually come to Japan because her grandmother was a little sick and she was in the hospital. And so it was the first time I met the grandmother. And then, um, we kind of went about our, our week. We, you know, she was in the hospital, but they were working with her and trying to get her better and everything. So one day we're walking around for the whole day and, we walk back and we get to the house and there's all these shoes out front. And we're like, oh, uh, where are all these shoes? Oh, no. And then just as we go to open the door, uh, the mother comes to the door, like, whoosh, opens the door and is like, oh, starts speaking to the daughter. Of course, I don't understand what she's Wait, saying. Wait, the daughter being your girlfriend. Correct. Yeah. And, and I don't understand like what she's saying. I just know that something's ominous oh, and no. sort of like, oh, oh, bad news. <clears throat> And so then uh, she looks at me and she says, oh, my grandmother passed away. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. bummer, right? And so, okay, so family is over to sort of like talk and, and, and sort of like celebrate her life in a way. They, they, in Japan, they, they put out food and everything. They put out a spread. And uh, so we walk inside. I take my shoes off. We walk inside and we go in the room. And as we walk into the room, and, and I'm just like going, thinking that I'm going in there to just say hello and mm-hmm. just be in the, in the room. And boom, grandma's right there. <gasps> oh my god! So when someone dies in Japan, they package the body up in the sense like dry ice, and they the the families take it home. 
until the funeral. Really? So it's just there with like it's sushi just, on it at a yeah, party it's or just, something? <laughs> it's just there sitting there. Uh, this person is just there laying there in the room. Oh and the room my is gosh. maybe 10 by 10. Uh, 10 nope. feet by 10 foot, right? Nope. So of that space, grandma's in the no. corner with the like shrine and like the rice with the chopsticks in it. And like she's got her makeup done and everything. And she's laying there with her arms crossed. Oh and my she's on gosh. Dry ass. And then they, oh, three feet away, have a table full of food. Like, oh, have, oh, have a seat. That sit is down. so weird. And, and they had made all this gyoza and all the, you know, the, the dumplings. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, they're like, oh, please have, have a seat. And I'm just like, I sit down, I'm like, I don't want to eat gyoza with grandma no. over here. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. And it was like, I, I was staying in this gyoza house. I was staying in this house, like a one room away. And, and for the next three days, I was going to have to, there was this dead body And you in think there. she's going to wake up and look at you and oh, be like, oh, yeah. go oh. away. Like, and I, what I realized is in other countries, they deal with death very differently. Right. And there, it's a celebration. I was just going to say. And here, as much as we want to say that it's a celebration, as soon as someone dies, like, ew, zombie, get yes. it away. Put it in the ground. Gross. It's you the way know? we even deal with nudity where we like. Yeah. Yeah. shame it and hide yeah. from it and, and so i was like okay i gotta get over this because i need to be above that like feeling of like death is gross yeah yeah but man it was a i it's mean not gross, okay but first it's off scary the, to me. the like, bathroom is downstairs uh with her like i have to go through that room nope. so, in, so the in the middle of the night, night no, i was like no, no, no. fuck nope. it i'm gonna wet yeah, the bed i don't give a shit i'm not going down there with that ghost that's <laughs> the ghost of grandma's gyoza, gyoza. <laughs> like, but that was really good gyoza uh no it, and I, that's no disrespect to any no not at all no and i think cultures deal with it it probably helps the family i mean of course everyone grieves but it's sure. it's not this element of like like out of plain sight like i think that's what because when Maybe my grandma it's, died it's, it's like i don't see her i don't hear from her it's like this weird finality that you don't really get to have closure on that's but, true maybe you know? maybe they just kind of like okay we'll take grandma back to the house until she overstays her welcome and then let's get the fuck get rid of her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you've been here for three weeks with no rent taking Come up on, for, like, grandma. no carbon dioxide here. <laughs> have you ever been to japan's suicide forest no but i've been very very close really it's right by mount fuji yeah that, i've like, been to mount fuji that intrigues me it does, but I don't know why I'd want to go there. No, but that's scary. There, there are dead bodies. For like, people that haven't watched it yet, if you Google, like, what's, I forget the name of it. It's really, it's just, what? The, the name of the forest itself. It's like a really long oh, name. I forget what it is. It's, I think it's called Okigahara. It's out by Mount yes. Fuji. Um, the YouTuber Logan Paul just got in big trouble, right? Yeah, or he was, maybe a, that was a, he's a moron. Yeah, that was really, he bad. went out there like <clears throat> filming in the forest and there were dead bodies because people go out there. Okay. In Japan, suicide is looked at very differently than in a lot of places. It isn't, uh, from what I understand, it's not the same as it is here. It's almost like they are going out there to relieve, um, they, they just, they just think the afterlife is different than what we do. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. So that you just or or I'm not gonna put pressure on my family to do this, or I haven't been successful enough, or really? I yeah, and, and and they believe that the next level is you know they're Buddhists, yeah, and so it's just different there, um, and so and they also seem like they probably like str- they hold themselves to a higher standard, so there's sure. probably more stress, and there's yeah, more. and they work themselves to death. There's uh-huh. even words in J- Japanese <coughs> culture that work themselves to death really yeah it's a there's a great documentary called happy that talks about this actually um but there was that idiot youtuber that went out there and was like filming in the forest and like making fun of it but there were dead bodies like hanging there and everything yeah yeah yeah. so were they hanging there i thought they just go out there and like stab themselves no 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 no. they hang that's what he took like he showed a a footage of like a person hanging I, i just don't I don't know why you would do that. I know. This has become a really morose episode because my other thing had to do with a dead cat that I was going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I promised my friend that I would share this on the podcast, but I'm like, maybe t- maybe this episode is, is the one. Oh, but, let's get it out of the way. Okay. So I was scrolling on Instagram. Oh, as we all do. As we all do. And I saw that the person that I had looked at had just posted like a eulogy, uh, an online eulogy for her cat. Speaking of more, more dead cat talk. Okay. Um, about that her cat passed away, blah, blah, blah. And not blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Rest in peace, sweet kitty. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Grandma died, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Another. Yeah, yeah. I had the lobster biscuit kick on. Yada, yada. <laughs> but like, uh, so her cat passed away and I went straight to my phone, my text. Oh my gosh, this ties in everything. What the fuck? And so, okay. So I went straight to my text and texted this person. Uh, I am so sorry to hear about your sweet kitty. And the person writes back, my friend Melissa, 
writes back, huh? And I write, and I look, I'm like, huh? And then I look and I texted the wrong Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and this Melissa just happened to be out on a business trip in Virginia. So, so she was gone. She lives in California, but she was doing business in Does Virginia. Does she have a cat? She has one older cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what so, are the chances? So she's traveling. She's traveling. Like she's you in were. a business meeting. And, and she's in a business meeting and you say, sorry, but sorry I'm, to hear about I'm your so kitty. I'm so sorry to hear about your sweet older <laughs> she's kitty. She's like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So she probably had a moment where she thought that like her cat caretaker somehow and I are like, like connected on social media. <laughs> And she said, oh my, what? Oh my God. And then I re-looked at like the names. I'm like, I am so sorry. Like wrong cat person. Anyway, like let's get drinks soon. Like when are you, when are you back from Virginia? And so she texted, I guess she was in like a room full of people. And she said that all of them were like, okay, that is officially the worst text that we've ever seen. For sure. Yeah. So it so happens that she has one sole elder cat and is away on business with someone else watching them. And And so that's who you accidentally texted. And I have never I forgot to retext the other person. So sorry, other Melissa, about your cat. I never, I think I got distracted and I bought those boots or something. I never retexted. So, I just, so you texted the wrong person. I should not be allowed on any so, <laughs> no, sort of you, technology. You <laughs> I texted the wrong person. I'm so sorry to hear about your cat. And then never followed up with the right person. Correct. Yeah. It's the thought that counts. It is the thought that counts. God, you're hilarious. I think, you know what? Listen. <sighs> keep smiling, keep shining. Did you miss me a lot while I was gone? No. No? You've been so busy socially. I have. I know. Not really. Toning it down a bit. How's the romance going? We're not going to talk. You're blushing you, now, too. Do you think we're going to talk about romance the people- after this hour-long episode <laughs> of you talking about dead things? And I'm just like, a guy flew out of his car. The cat has rigor mortis. Anyway. like Anyway, how's your love life? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But I do want to know. Oh, nice swerve. I do want to know who the camper of the week is this week. Oh, my gosh. Roll call. And now it's time for the camper of the week. Camper of the week is Sam. Hey, Sam. In full disclosure, I know this Sam, and you would think it's the name of a boy, but it's really the name of like one of the cutest girls I've ever seen. And oh. I love boy names for girls, like Joey, Sam. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that girl David. Uh, Camper of the week. Okay, so Sam wants to know, how many days of camping would it take until we hated camping? And I feel like that's because Sam knows that I am a Marriott girl, I yeah, only, you're a glamper. I, I am I'm barely glamper. glamping these days. Um, okay, here's here's what it's going to take for me. The moment that I feel like I need a shower and I can't have one yes. is the moment I'm done. Yeah, you now, and I I can really... do about two days. I can say two days. Because listen, you shower on day one in the morning, right? You go out into the whatever. You can make it a night. The next day, eh, whatever. I'll probably, if it's hot, I'm going to want to shower, right? If it's yes. hot out. But if it's not, I can handle it. And then the next night, so I would say two days for me. See, and that's then, so funny. And then I'm fucking done. I'm not saying, because you aren't spoiled, but you also aren't, I don't picture you, you're not someone that I feel like likes to be uncomfortable. Who likes to be uncomfortable? Some people like braving the wilderness and like. That's not, un- they're not uncomfortable. They just like that. But for me, it's like, I like clean, neat, Yeah, I was going to say, for you being things. covered and in so mosquitoes. Dust and dirt and mud and junk and fuck that, man. I smell like smoke for two weeks. All your clothes are ruined. Fucking But you're out stupid. in the wilderness connecting with nature. Are you, though? I'm you, not. I'm, you guaranteed still have your fucking cell phone. You guaranteed. You're not that person to turn off. Hashtag me unplugging. <laughs> <laughs> this is me connected with one with nature. No, I mean, now I get hot my like in the middle of the desert i'm on my phone and everything yeah. too yeah so mine would probably be uh i kind of i'm similar to you i feel like the first day would be fun and exciting sure and then the second day it's like okay i want my bed i want my pillows yeah yeah i think on third day i want to come home that's oh my two gosh. nights we are wimps bo no that's two nights Pe- there's people that camp for weeks at a time we are wimpies. Yeah, those people aren't real those no those they're are, real no they're not no, they they're are not. no they're not no we're we're just kind of like air-conditioned People. Yeah, we are glampers. I know, we are glampers. We're glamorous campers. We're going to be glamping soon together in Philly. Oh, no, we're not glamping. We are. I'm excited gonna for that. We're going to be couching. We're going to be couch, couch surfing. You'll like that. Oh, my God. Um. So, in preparation. So, I would say both of us are two days. Uh, two days tops. Yes. And this girl that wrote this, Samantha, is too cute to be camping. So 
I uh, I drove across the country one time when I was a younger man and camped the whole way. Mm-hmm. But still, there were like KOAs sometimes because I had a shower. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. camping would cost 20 bucks a night or something. Mm-hmm. Throw a tent down. No big deal. But like, I still need to shower, you know? I know. I think it's more fun when you're younger, too, because it's a little bit of like cause the times that I did camp, yeah. it, I was like pre-teens and teens and stuff yeah. like that. Now I'm just like my back hurts. I'm right, dehydrated, right, right, all right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what you do when you go camping? What? Eat s'mores. See my boo and my bow and now it's time for a little bit s'more. Oh my gosh, that's so weird because I have a big fluffy one for you today. You got a big fluffy s'more? Yes. Give it to me. In honor of a grave. In honor? Honor. In honor. Of a grave site that we visited. Uh-huh. And one that I actually sat down and drank whiskey at. Okay. A few weeks ago. <laughs> or no, a few weeks ago, a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, Jack Kerouac. I'm not going to pick one work of his. Yeah, because we've already talked so many times about him. We we haven't talked about Jack yeah, Kerouac. Yeah, remember that tattoo I got? I, I showed oh it to Oh my you. God, give me a break. Oh, I'm just kidding. I feel like please don't get a Jack Kerouac tattoo. Or yeah. It's very like, you know what I mean? Like, well, do you feel like people that like Jack Kerouac are also just um, jumping on the bandwagon for real? Or? I always like when I'm in a coffee shop and there's like some young guy or, or, or girl, it doesn't matter, but usually it's a, a young guy who's sitting there on their laptop with a couple books sitting on the... Oh, my gosh. Like, like they they have so much expected. time. They have so much time to go to a, a, a coffee shop to set up their laptop and a couple books. You're going to get through all two yeah, or three of these books. Break. And yep. one of them is always Jack Kerouac on the road. It's like, okay, we get it. Yes, we I totally it. agree. Just go fucking... I'm changing just it. Just go home. I'm changing to something else like Tom Waits. And, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Waits is another one of those. Where Tom I'm Waits like, is the do you really Carole- like Tom Waits? The Jack Kerouac of music. It is. It really is. <laughs> the only reason I, I don't even know that much Jack Kerouac, I just like it, yeah. A, because... You went to his gravesite. I went to his gravesite. I drank Period. some whiskey with Period. my family. And that's Done. it. And it was a pretty gravesite. Did and you go to the Bukowski bar in Boston? We didn't get to go. He's, Next time, we'll you, go. You're a loser. You're I a am a loser. loser. But also, like, how posery would I be if I was like... I don't even know who Bukowski is. So yeah, I think Kerouac I, is the same way. To even say that you're that girl in the coffee shop with the books on the table, to even mention Kerouac, I secretly did. I watched a YouTube video about Fifth Harmony at Jack Kerouac's grave, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, he would have wanted it this way. He definitely would have, of course. I think he thinks he would think it's funny, and it was. You didn't do it to be funny, though. I also wanted to bring a beat because he was a beat poet, so like a little red turnip beat. And just Did you it put there. it there? No, I, we couldn't find. So all the things that you wanted to do, you didn't do. No, instead I just like watched a Fifth Harmony video at his grave. Yeah. If Jack Kerouac could roll over in his grave, I it feel would like be to a Fifth I feel like Harmony. if he could roll over in his grave again, he would like all the people at his grave. He'd be like, "Don't do this. I don't want like exactly." So I mean, he would exactly he would like my. It's just like the crosses on the side of the road. Like, why do people do that? You don't do that in any other like when you die. When you die, okay. I don't want. I don't want a monument put up where I died. What if I died on the toilet? You're gonna put a fucking monument like right in my fucking yes, bathroom. Yes, I'll put you on dry ice. When you die in a car crash on the side of the road, no, why I don't do want people that put flowers and a cross there? I don't want you to do that. Don't mark where I'm <laughs> dead. And that's what I'm saying. It's like Jack Kerouac doesn't want people coming to his grave and putting fucking beats on his fucking gravesite. No, I know. He's like, I don't get the joke. I'm dead. I think it's that, stupid. Right. I think he would be like, leave me alone and go do your other thing. Don't yeah. you think that after people like. David Bowie, for instance. I'm like, how all of a sudden have I never heard all these people speak of David Bowie and then he died? I mean, people love him, but all of a sudden people become like, it's cool to like these people. To mourn them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, people just want to bond over something and, and death is one of those And everyone loves Prince things. and stuff, but then it's like, oh, sure. you were the biggest Prince fan? Like, I'm sorry, but I didn't. Yeah, I, 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 never, I never heard I never that even, from you before. I never even saw you wear a Prince t-shirt. Right. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it's like they die and then. Yeah, it, it, yeah, of course. They bond over this thing. Like, I liked Purple Rain too. What? Right. It's, yeah. Like people when they're living. So then when they die, you can yeah. say, look, I've liked I just don't they... think you should celebrate death in the place that people die. I just think when you're driving down the road, right? Uh-huh. And you look over and you see that cross. What do you say? Somebody died there, right? Yes. Is that what you... What, if you're the person that knows that person, is that what you want to do? No. You're going to remember it. Right. But what if it's bringing like... So say if it's a car accident, I would rather have like, oh, this is where Bo is peaceful rather than this is where his like, head... Not, I am not peaceful here. 
I am gone. My body's gone. My spirit didn't just stop Right. There I have go, donated your yeah. organs to science. Yeah. My spirit isn't sitting on the side of the road going like, hey, hey, well, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey, just waving all the time. What a fucking hell that would be. Do you know what I mean? I would spill whiskey acid. Name one other place where when someone dies, they put up a monument for it. Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's Egypt. Now I want my mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Pay me my mummy. (laughs) I think that's Pharaoh. Uh, Oh my God. I'm crying. Let's go get lunch. You always. I'm so hungry. All this talk about dead cats and everything. Uh, Dead cats. Also a thing in Egypt. See? And it all comes back again. The all seeing eye, you know? Yep. I sphinx, we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) I can't talk to you. This is so much fun. I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. And that's it. I'm just I'm really happy to be back. Do you want to end this? Yeah. Do it. Um, we would like to thank Reading Rainbow, Hatchy Malachi, and Hibachi Grills for this experience. No, honestly, if you're listening, know that we really love you. And I hope you're having a good day and taking accountability for everything that's happening in your life. We also want you to know that if you ever find yourself on a plane... And mm-hmm. you're next to a person who's eating any type of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Just ask to be moved. Say hi. Are you Meryl from I, I, I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it. Ask to be moved? Yeah, because that is an awful situation. You'd get soy sauce everywhere. Oh, and I was reading like the woman's next to me, her messages, and so I was seeing that she had just like Why she you? became a new member of like the Franklin Roosevelt Library and everything. I'm like, thirty five dollars a year, that's a lot for your membership. <laughs> like I was full on reading, I know her password. All right, we gotta go. We okay, gotta go. Okay, you're okay. a crazy person. Okay. I'll see you later. Bye guys. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs>